You're listening to episode number 45 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I am so excited to dive deeper into the idea of getting crystal clear on what it is that you offer and sell. And then I want to walk you through how to keep your entire business model simple and streamlined. So if you're ready, let's do this. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to maximize your productivity and find peace in motherhood and business. That way you can have time for the things that really matter, like binging your favorite show and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you again this week. And I just want to take a quick minute and introduce myself in case you are new to the show. I want to say welcome. And for all of you who are returning listeners, I love hanging out with you. I think this is so much fun to be able to chat with you, to be able to educate you, to be able to just empower you and give you different ideas and strategies that I've used in my own business. So my name is Ashley Freehan. I am the founder of The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community really dedicated to empowering mompreneurs, to helping them not feel so alone, and to give them the space to learn and to grow, but also a judgment-free zone. Because a mompreneur is the hardest job. Trying to raise a family and grow a business at the same time without losing your sanity seems impossible, like if I'm just being really honest. But it can be done. And a lot of it is holding each other accountable. A lot of it is just feeling like you're not alone. And then the other part of it is really just to dig into the parts of your business that are going to propel your business forward. And so at the Purpose Gathering, I am really excited to be that mentor for you, to be that guide who can share with you the authentic stuff that really happens. Like in this podcast, I never sugarcoat things. I never want you guys to think I have it all together because that's just not true. And anyone who acts that way, they're just putting on a show. Okay. The the thing is, is that there are some times, right, that I'm a little further along than maybe you are. And that's okay. And I think that is what's really important in life is to always have someone that you can look to who's just a little further ahead than you are. So there are a few ways in which I share my knowledge with you, one of which is this podcast. I also have a free community where we can dive deeper into the podcast topics, and it's really a great place to network with other mompreneurs and just cultivate meaningful relationships. And finally, I have the Purpose Gathering Collective, which just launched recently, and this is an ongoing monthly mastermind community, and this is an incredible place if you are ready to grow your business without sacrificing your family 
or your sanity. And we offer two workshop style masterclasses, accountability groups, live Q&A, coaching sessions with me, and then also weekly trainings. So this collective is just an incredible opportunity to grow closer, to cultivate friendships, to go deeper in the content, and to be held accountable. And you can check out all the links to each of those options below in the show notes. But today's episode is kind of a follow-up episode from last week, where I talked about five things that will make or break your business. So let me just give you a recap of those real quick. Number one, get crystal clear on what you offer. Number two, keep it super simple. Number three, make sure you are actually taking action and follow through. Number four, gain more visibility. And number five, stay in your lane. So these are the five things that I was really reflecting on as I was doing my 2021 yearly planning session. And I knew that there was so much information that I wanted to share with you last week, but that it would have been an extremely long episode. And so I decided to break it down a little further. And today we're really going to dive deeper into getting crystal clear and keeping it simple. Okay, so let's chat about that first step. What I mean by getting crystal clear is that it is so important to focus on one revenue stream. Now, I think so often as creatives, we feel the need to keep creating new content over and over and over again. And part of that is just in our nature, right? We love to create. However, what that does is it's really distracting us from moving our business forward. It's really distracting us from working on our business and growing and scaling our business because we are so distracted by all of the new revenue streams that we could be adding, such as courses or digital products or one-on-one coaching, memberships. Now, it's possible that you have heard contradicting advice, which says you need to diversify your revenue streams. Well, I wanted to share this with you because I think when we jump into diversifying our revenue too quickly, which, spoiler alert, that's what I did, it distracts us and confuses us from what we really want to be doing or maybe what we really feel like is the next best step. So I'm going to share this idea from Haley Burkhead that might blow your mind because it did when I first heard it. She said that you need to be focusing on one revenue stream until it is bringing in $10,000 a month consistently, and then you can add new revenue streams. And I was completely shocked because those numbers are big, right? But the other thing too was that she mentioned she had multiple courses that she sold and she ended up dropping some of her like high paying courses that were bringing in eight to $10,000 a month. And she just focused on one revenue stream, which was just one course. And she was able to triple what she was making with those other courses just because she was laser focused on one revenue stream. So I know that some of you might hear this and say, 
well, that's a great idea, but I don't think that'll ever be me, right? Or that is like too outrageous of a number for me to think about. But I want you to think about it this way. I heard this analogy one time that really put this into perspective for me. I call it the soccer ball analogy, and I originally heard it from Rachel Hollis, and she basically described shiny object syndrome, or she described these multiple revenue streams as a line of soccer balls on a soccer field. So I want you to imagine walking up to one of the soccer balls and kicking it as hard as you can. Now I want you to visualize where the ball lands on the soccer field. Now I want you to go up to the next ball, kick that one as hard as you can, and then do that continuously for the next five to six balls that are left. And then I want you to look at the field. All of those balls that you were kicking are going to be right around the same area. But now I want you to envision that you go up to one soccer ball and you kick that ball as hard as you can. And then you run up and you kick it as hard as you can. And then you run up again and you kick that as hard as you can. How much further is that ball going to be than if you were to divide your attention by kicking all of the other balls periodically? Does that make sense? So I really want you guys to think about focusing on one revenue stream at a time. Now, it's also important to note that as your business changes, your revenue stream might change. So you might decide to pivot your business. You might decide to go a different direction. And I think that's totally fine. That is how you find your niche. That is how you find where you're meant to be. And sometimes it is that trial and error. You have to try something first to find if it works for you. But my advice and what I wish I had known so many years ago is to focus on that one revenue stream instead of trying to introduce multiple things at the same time. And then I was so overwhelmed and burnt out because I was dividing my attention and not spending enough time in each revenue stream for me to see if it was even a good viable option. So I want you to get very clear on what it is that you offer. Now, I think it's okay for you to have different tiers of offerings where you might be offering different packages, but that all are the same type of service. So I'll give you an example. So as a wedding photographer, I might have three different packages based on hours of coverage based on if there's one photographer or two, and then based on if there's an album or not. But what I advise you not to do is to start creating education and courses, and then to start doing one-on-one mentorship, and then to start adding multiple revenue streams when, when you haven't even hit 10K with that one particular revenue stream. And I can just hear some of you thinking right now, like 10K, oh my gosh, that must be nice. Like that is crazy. I can't even think about that. But I want you to start thinking with an abundant mindset. This has been a really big area in which I struggle. And I feel like that holds us back when we have that scarcity mindset that that'll never be me. Like, oh, that must be nice for her to talk about hitting 10K months in each revenue stream. Like that could never be me. But If you think that way, you're right. It never will be you because you will always feel like that's not attainable. You won't allow yourself to 
think on a grander scale. You won't allow yourself to be future focused. You won't allow yourself to put on the CEO hat in your business every single day and imagine what your business could look like. So I know that's tough love, but I wish someone would have given me this tough love 10 years ago when I started my business. And that's what I'm doing here for you guys today. I want you to think abundantly. I want you to think big picture with your business. Okay, let's move on to the second part here, which is keeping your business simple. And again, this framework that I'm going to share with you came from Haley Burkhead. She is an incredible business owner, and I just love her model here. And I know that it's not her model because I know other people use this model as well, but I'm giving her credit because she is who I heard it from first. But I want you guys to think about keeping your business model extremely simple. So we talked about getting clear on the one service that you're going to be marketing and selling, and that's what you're going to be known for. Now, your marketing strategy should have a similar system on a weekly basis and on a monthly basis. This is something that's going to be super simple and easy for you to follow so that when you sit down every month to plan out your marketing strategy, you are not going to feel like you're reinventing the wheel every single time. Your strategy and your structure is already in place, and then you just plug it in with your different content topics that you're going to be talking about. Now, if you want some more information on the marketing strategy that I use for Instagram, I have an Instagram planning with confidence masterclass that I would love to share with you. You can head to thepurposegathering.com slash Instagram to sign up and get access to that right away. Okay, so let's talk about the Haley Burkhead framework and exactly the process of your business. So really, Your client journey consists of four different parts. Number one is going to be attract. So this is going to be your strategy that you use to get new people into your world. So I am going to talk all about this in next week's episode when I'm chatting about visibility and how to attract new people. So these attract strategies are going to be using things like Instagram, having a podcast, Facebook, If you have a blog or a YouTube channel, these are all different ways for you to attract people into your world. Now, the problem is that a lot of us focus our time and our energy and our effort on attracting people. And attracting is actually pretty simple. It's the next three steps that we all struggle with. And this is really where we should be investing more of our time and energy. Okay, so step two is going to be invite. So you first attracted someone into your community. Now you're going to invite them to invite themselves to be sold to. Now, what I mean by this is you want to give people an opening, an invitation, a way for them to seek more information. And so that might seem kind of silly, but they're basically, when someone is requesting more information, they're asking to be sold to, (laughs) okay? So they're not going to basically say that, like, please sell to me, but they're going to say, I want to learn more. And that's essentially what that means. So you're going to want to have a way for people to invite themselves. That could be an inquiry form. That could be a button on your website that says, book a discovery call to learn more. It could be a freebie that you invite people to sign up for, and then they end up joining your email list. 
Obviously, you want someone to fill out an inquiry form and book a discovery call first. And the email list is kind of for those people who maybe aren't ready yet. So I would definitely push the inquiry form or the book a discovery call or, um, you know, send me a DM for more information. That kind of invite is crucial. And then step three is going to be the persuade. So this is going to be actually getting on the discovery call. It's going to be walking your potential client through the journey and processing with them like what it looks like to work with you, right? What is the benefit that they're going to receive? How do you stand out in your industry? What are you going to do to make their life easier? This is the persuade phase. So you should be thinking not so much about your Instagram strategy. You should be thinking more so, what am I going to do? How am I going to persuade someone to work for me? What are the things that make me stand out? What are the things that they really need to know to help them make their decision? And then make it super simple for them to make that decision. So whether that's following up with an email that says, you know, thank you so much for our call. Here are the highlights of what we talked about. I'm going to be sending you a proposal or sending the proposal right then and there. And then giving them the easy option to convert. And that's step number four is your conversion. So make that process super easy for them to buy now. Make it super easy for them to sign a contract with the click of a button. And all of these processes that streamline your client journey are really going to be essential to your business. And if you think of it that way, if you think of it as, okay, there are four things that I do. I attract my clients, I invite them, I persuade them, and then I convert them. It makes it seem super simple. And then everything else that you're doing in your business, you need to Take a minute and evaluate and say, is this a good use of my time? Is spending my energy on Instagram content really where my focus should be? Or should I be spending more time on persuading those people? So you will only know the answer for your business, right? Because sometimes when you are a newer business, you're like, well, I haven't even gotten to the invite, persuade, and convert spot yet because my business isn't even off the ground yet. Or I haven't even attracted a client because I don't have a clear understanding of what it is I'm even offering. So that might be you right now. And so your focus is going to be number one, getting clear on what you offer. Then you might be focusing on, okay, so what attract strategy do I want to use? And it's important to note that you should only pick one to two attract strategies. Because if you try to be on every platform, if you try to be everywhere at once, it's just not a good plan because you're going to burn out trying to be everywhere for everyone. And so I just recommend picking one or two places to really focus on for your attract phase. Now, I want to kind of talk just a tiny bit about your email list because I think your email list is so crucial and important. And I wish that I had started one for my photography business so many years ago. And I touched on this last week, but our reach on social media is getting smaller and smaller. And email marketing, although it seems archaic and it kind of seems chaotic with all of the emails that we're getting, the research shows that the conversion rates are higher 
in an email than it is on Instagram. And so we really should be nurturing our email lists. If you don't have an email list yet, I recommend you get one as soon as possible. And if you need some help getting started, I have a podcast episode all about how to get started with creating and nurturing an email list. And that's episode number 14. So be sure to go check that out right after this. One more thing that I forgot to mention about the invite stage is that you can be inviting people to visit a link in your bio. You can also persuade people by your email copy. So this could be something like a sales page or just your website copy. When you're inviting someone to get more information, they might visit your website and then they might be persuaded by your copy to book your service. So for instance, I have a photo booth. And so typically, a lot of times people come to me ready to book because they've already checked out the website, they've already um, looked at all my packages, and now they just want to know, are you available on my date? And if so, how do I book you? So Different businesses are obviously going to have different processes and a different client journey. Um, This is just an example of mine. This is a perfect opportunity for you to join our free community and ask these questions. Tell people what your business is and ask for advice. I am always here to give you advice. So if you want to know if your client journey seems simple, I'm here to help you. If you want to know what your attract or invite strategy should be, I'm here for that. Um, Getting feedback from other people, even if they're not in your own industry, and I should say especially if they're not in your same industry, will give you so much insight and a great outside perspective. So definitely plug into our community. You can head to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas to join. That's M-A-M-A-S. And the most super exciting thing is that our community is not hosted on Facebook. Um, There's so much noise over there. It's super distracting. And I really want to create this tight-knit relationship with you guys. And I want you to be able to stay focused on growing your business while still prioritizing your family. And this is a great opportunity for you to find support, encouragement, and empowerment. So just to recap, after you're done listening to this episode, I want you to take some notes, get really crystal clear on the one revenue stream that you are going to focus on. I want you to ditch the shiny object syndrome. I want you to make sure that you are staying focused kicking that soccer ball as far as you can and focusing on one soccer ball. I want you to keep your business model super simple, marketing strategy that is always the same so that you are not reinventing the wheel. I want you to focus on one to two attract strategies that you're going to use to get new people into your world and then giving them a way to invite themselves to be sold to, and then having a really great persuasive conversation, whether that's through your copy, through a webinar or a discovery call, that can even be through an email sequence. And then finally, that convert stage, giving people a super simple, easy way to work with you. So I hope that you guys are feeling super empowered and encouraged. I want you to put 
everything that you just learned into action, I want you to really start getting laser focused on simplifying your business because business is fun, but it can also be very overwhelming when we look at what everyone else is doing and what has worked for their business and we try to do all of it at once in our own business. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it share it out on Instagram, and tag me at The Purpose Gathering so that more mamas can find this clarity and this simplicity in business and that the overwhelm and anxiety that they are feeling will begin to dissipate when things are super simple. As always, mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. For more resources and to become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com resources. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave me a review on iTunes. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find the show. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.